Hello, lovely people. It's a new year, and I don't know if this is a bit late for some of you, but I've been thinking about resolutions, goal setting. Where are we going to take our next chapters in 2021? As usual, I sort of sat down and tried to make it as complicated as possible. I started off thinking about my different identities because whenever I try and set a goal, trying to find one that appeals to all of them, really hard. It's like trying to express that one self people talk about, the authentic self, the core self. There's often just too many for us to choose from as TCKs and different parts of who we are sometimes seem to have very little to do with one another. So my first approach was to try and see if some of my different identities that have been primarily at play this year, just gone in 2020, had their own ideas about what they wanted for the next year. And that helped actually to kind of focus in I have an identity in terms of my role in my family. I have an identity in terms of my my work, um, in terms of my friendships, in terms of my cultural self. And each part of me has a different agenda, has different needs. And if you've ever worked with me or read any of my blog posts or listened to any of these podcasts, Paying attention to those different elements of us, I find that really important. Maybe take some paper and a pen and consider spending a few moments just jotting down the different parts of you that have been really at play this year. Are any of them crying out for a new chapter? What do they want? What do they need from us? It's worth lighting a candle, getting comfortable, wearing something that makes you happy. Heck, put on some of your favourite perfume. Take time over this. If we're going to spend time with ourselves, we might as well show up. Show up intentionally. Behave as though you're looking to enjoy this. It's an incredible luxury to spend time in self-reflection. And so many of us avoid it. So if you haven't already, or maybe even if you have set resolutions for the new year, take some time to think how they land for these different parts of you. I took some time today to do this and It was good. It was good to see where these different elements of me were kind of reaching. The different things I want to achieve in terms of my work, the different needs I identify as wanting in my home life. I want to reinvigorate my French language skills. I want to spend more time with my guitar. I want to create more get-together opportunities with friends. It's been a real challenge in 2020, but some online connectedness has really made a difference. And yet, I did my scribbling, I did my thinking, 
and something wasn't sitting quite right. And when I re-looked at my list, I realised that yet again, I had created a to-do list. I am queen of the to-do list. But all it does is, yes, they have their place. They organise my thoughts. They help me not to lose my mind. They make sure life carries on because I remember the things that need to be done. And yet a to-do list essentially is a reminder that... I have a way to go, that I'm still tweaking, still editing, still forming part of who I am. And it's essentially uh, used at this time of the year. I use it as a sort of scanning device to, to seek out those areas of life I'm not quite good enough at yet. It's tiring. There's this initial burst of energy as I think, yes, I'm going to do this this year. And then I look at the list and think, how? With what time? How I feel about my goals is entirely dependent on how much energy I have in the moment. And I want goals that that motivate me, that, that give me energy. And I've never been very good at naming those. So I got a new piece of paper. I didn't get rid of the old, I'm learning. That first step was really important just to help me name the different agendas, to notice things. But I decided I wanted to approach goals for 2021 a different way and I invite you to consider this too. Can you choose three or four different identities who have been working hard for you this year? Which parts of you are you grateful for this year? Which parts of you have been making life work? It's been a tough year. I suspect that there is a deeply determined, persevering part of you. Just getting this far, just listening to this podcast, you're still engaged, you're still involved in the world. That's immense. What parts of you have you enjoyed about yourself this year? Who are you impressed by in your inner world? Could we Just, just for the sake of something new, could we spend this time of year celebrating who we already are, rather than giving ourselves a list for who we want to be? There's a mad idea. Who have you been this year? If I think about to-do lists in terms of goals that I want to get better at, things I want to achieve, for example, in terms of who I am as a parent or as a member of my family. I can be revved up by that, I can feel determined, but if I celebrate who I have been so far, 
Does that take any of that motivation away? Of course not. When I say I'm really proud of how I've handled this as a parent or how I've approached that, even if it's just in acknowledging my mistakes, I am motivating myself to do better. Of course I am, but my focus is self-nurture. My focus is self-celebration. And why not? If I could gift one thing to all of my clients, it would be the ability to celebrate themselves. Because that takes away shame, doesn't it? It reduces fear and anxiety that we're not enough. It motivates us to be more of that wonderful thing that we are. If I think in terms of celebrating the way I've been a TCK this year, then I might be encouraged to pick up my French language books. Then I might be encouraged to educate myself, to write more, to create resources. These are things that went on my to-do list. But what if I encouraged myself towards that? Simply through the joy of finding expression for that part of me. Because I celebrate that part of me. And it deserves space in the year 2021. What if? What if we could do that? What if I could walk through this day? Because heck, let's take it one day at a time. What if I could walk through this day determinedly and intentionally deciding I was enough, just as I am? Would I try any less? Would I become a slob? Would I give up pushing? I used to fear that. I used to fear that satisfaction and contentment and appreciation for myself would somehow stymie growth, would somehow trip me up and keep me stuck. That if I wasn't, that if I wasn't perpetually dissatisfied with myself, I'd never get any better. I wonder if any of you fear this as well. If you're using that stick of self-criticism to beat yourself into progress. It's very, very easy to do. And it's so unproductive. Yes, many of us have achieved wonderful things via fear. It doesn't have to keep being that way. I've achieved more in this last year through efforts of self-love than I think I ever have achieved before. And it's cost me humility, but but not, not quality of achievement. I hope I'm making sense. It made sense in my head. This year, I challenge you, invite you, celebrate you. 
When you're thinking about the goals and the things you want for the next year, think about the things you have enjoyed about yourself this year just gone. Were there difficult situations you handled pretty dang well? Were there difficult situations that you feel you could have handled better, but you know what? You've logged that. That's growth. You're learning. Were there moments you felt really up against it and you pulled through? Were there moments you reached out to other people? Were there moments you you learned more about who you are and what you need from life? Have you surprised yourself at all this year? Can you give yourself credit for being you? Heaven knows it's not easy. That's my challenge, that's my invitation, that's my offer to you today. To reframe, transform, rewrite those to-do lists, to have done lists. This is what I have done with my year. And this is what I think about me. And this is how I'm going to celebrate myself moving forward. Because when I look at the things that I have noted down about how I have enjoyed who I am this year, there's an awful lot in there about creativity and hard work, managing to produce a kind of resilient joy. And I can pour all of those things into the next year. And that will transform itself into more resources, workbooks, more skills, more quality time. Because it's not from trying harder. It, it's just who I am. And that is so liberating to say... Of course I will achieve wonderful things next year. I can take that for granted because this is who I am. And it's who you are. I know you will have done extraordinary things with your year. Even if it sounds an awful lot like just getting through it. But you will have dug deep for that. Where can you spot you emerging and how can you celebrate that? I hope you can find ways to do that. And I wish you all the very best in this beginning of 2021. Take care of you. Bye.